Hi, I'm Brenda. And I'm Jessica, and you're listening to the Lifting You Higher podcast. Where we like to take heavy topics and lighten them up. Our goal is to encourage and lift you up on this journey we call life. So grab a cup of coffee, sit back, and enjoy. podcast and this is lifting you higher and i'm brenda and this is i'm jessica and we're so glad that you are here with us um today as we um discuss whatever topic we've picked to discuss <laughs> and the topic what we're doing today is called conviction and condemnation yeah what's I, the difference well, you know? yeah and i think lots of times that we get them confused mm-hmm. we don't know what they mean we know that one helps one hurts yeah. and so i think as if we're trying to walk in the way, this is my new way of saying it. If we're trying to walk in the way of Jesus, we need to know the difference because like I said, one really does help. It hurts. It's like taking medicine uh-huh. or getting that scab ripped off or, you know, getting a wound cleaned out. <laughs> so one does help, but the other one really does bring does damage. Mm-hmm. And so we need to be prepared to to rebuke one and embrace the other, even if it may taste like bad medicine. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Can you guess which one is which? <laughs> yes. Um, okay, so I wanted to share the definition, the definition of conviction. Um, so we're gonna we're gonna break each of these down for you guys. But um, conviction is a um, a declaration that someone is guilty of a criminal offense. Ooh. So conviction, like that's so. Yeah, I and that's not from God. <laughs> conviction. Oh wait, conviction is from God. Sorry condemnation isn't right but, yeah yeah because so, we've all you know when the guy was on the cross next to jesus yeah he was a convicted he was convicted yeah, he was, a convicted, he was convicted of a crime but he also at that moment when he saw who jesus really really was the spiritual conviction of the fact that yeah. i need him for life mm-hmm. beyond this life and i need to i need to be cleansed and i know he is the one that can do it for me so that was like that was like a double whammy of conviction. Yeah. He said, we're here because we belong here. Mm-hmm. You know, they were guilty of whatever crime they had committed. Yeah. But um, you aren't, and I know I need you mm-hmm. beyond what this body is. He understood what conviction truly was. Yeah. And um, and talk about painful. I mean, he was like up on the cross. So. He's like, I'm going to die anyway. Might as well be in glory at the right, end. Right, right. And so it's like, I've, found, I've been found guilty of worldly guilt, mm-hmm. and now I need to be cleansed of my spiritual guilt. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so that conviction is good. And then the, the other one is condemnation, and the definition of condemnation is the expression of a very strong disapproval or censor. Um, and as Christians, like I said, we need to know the difference. And the, probably the we know con, we know that word condemnation because we know in Romans eight one that's the classical verse that says yeah. we are now therefore no condemnation yeah. upon us because um, condemnation is um, and I think Jessica you said it the best when we were talking about it lately and that was that it's just like a cloud of shame. Yeah, condemnation is shame. Mm-hmm. And we are not supposed to live under shame right. because we have Jesus Christ in us. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. It can, well, and we've conviction is necessary. It's from God. It's necessary for true joy 
you know, mm-hmm. because it's like that. Um, I don't know. It's like that little quip in your spirit of, oh, this was sin. You know, it helps us stay steer away. We're never going to be sin free, but we can be close, you right. know. Um, and I just and I think sometimes we get the two confused because, um, you know, like Satan likes to. <laughs> What's his goal? Still kill and destroy. So he likes to confuse us and keep us in that shame, like you said. Well, and I think we like to blur the definitions so that we don't have to deal with what the Holy Spirit is trying to deal with us about. Because I think the Holy Spirit is like this. You're just picking, Mm -hmm. pointing a finger into that little bruise. You know when you get a bruise? When you were little, remember when you were little and you got a bruise (laughs) and your brother or your sister would come up and they'd just start poking it? (laughs) be because, my grandpa because yeah, they knew it hurt you know it'd be like leave my bruise alone stop yes. it you know and i think that's what um conviction is is the holy ghost just come along saying wait let's poke i'm gonna poke you let's get this deal with let's deal with this i'm gonna poke you let's deal with this until you go like okay stop let's poking. deal with it stop yes. it and that's what kind of conviction is is just that poking 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 yes and until you and the holy ghost can say okay let me open the door to whatever it is behind there mm-hmm. and let's deal with it. Yeah. And, 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 and again, it's like taking the medicine, you know, it's like, it's, it's maybe not going to taste very good and it may be a little painful, but the cleansing, Jesus just wants to cleanse you yeah. of your iniquities. Mm-hmm. And that's really what conviction is. Conviction is the little, um, red beeping light that says, we got a little <laughs> iniquity over here. Beep, 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 beep. It could be something as simple as, um, like something you're not willing to give to God to let him control. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's like, hey, I really want this. And you're like, oh, man, I, I got this. Like, I, I got this. It's it's small enough for me to handle. And then he kind of, you know, he's like, no, I really want this. And keep picking, picking, picking until he, you know, throws you into a situation where you really have to give it to him. So I think sometimes that, you know, we're in the first quarter of the year. I think also that sometimes when we make those New Year's resolutions, those are our conviction signs. (laughs) It's like these (laughs) are things that I know God wants to change in my life, Mm -hmm. but I just can't seem to give it over to him, you know, 100% and let him do it um, or submit to what he wants me to do so that the change can happen. Mm -hmm. um, So, yeah, it's it's a it's a uh, it's it's a hard thing to face, but you have to face it. Because it'll make you better. Yes. Yeah, I mean, because God knows what's best for us, and he just wants our best, you know? So um, that's why we have that those little conviction moments where he, the Holy Spirit's like, hey, I see this. I want this. So, yeah, yep, that's right. And sometimes yeah. he brings people along that will yeah. convict you, too. It's not yes. just, it's just not in it's your, not just you know, like Holy your Spirit, head. Yeah. It's just like, you know, I had a friend, and this is the honest truth. When I first got saved, um, I didn't have a very good father um, uh, concept, understand the whole process of what a real you know, father and everything, yeah. relationship. And so um, there was a friend. I was very blessed. God was so good to me when I got saved because he just put me in a group of people that truly loved Jesus. And um, so I was always, no matter what, I li- whether I liked it or not, I was constantly bumping into people that were, you know, full on living for God. Yeah. And there is one woman in the group who would always refer to God as daddy God. And so whenever she would pray, she would say, Oh, daddy God. And, uh, and then whenever she, something good would happen, she'd go say, Oh, thank you, daddy God. And so she was always putting that together. Mm-hmm. And it was, I felt like every, you know, all the time. And every time she'd do it, it just, it would just like 
fingernails going down chalkboard. Can mm-hmm. I just put it that way? Yeah. And I was like, I was like, God, I just can't take it when she does it. That and, and so then I got all religious and I said, It's so disrespectful. You know, to call you daddy God. Yeah. You know, but you are the most high God. You are Yahweh. You are Elohim. You know, you yeah. are, you know, all these things. And she's over there calling you daddy God. And um <laughs> and it uh, just just really just grated on me. And finally one I think it was a Saturday morning, finally God just said, Listen, you know, it bugs you because you have you need to deal with this. And I was like I was like, You're right. <laughs> Don't you hate on God's right? <laughs> Fine. Yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay. Finally. Yeah. God, you're right. All right. <laughs> that this, it's really funny because the same thing sort of happened to me. Like I had a great like childhood. My dad is amazing. But I was like, I, when I read the shack, <laughs> they call him Papa or something, and I was like, that is so weird. And like now I call him Abba, which is pretty much Dad. Daddy. Like daddy. It's so. Daddy. Oh, I can tell you another story about that too. <laughs> I still hadn't dealt with it. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you. And I was in the air, New York, New Jersey airport going. That was where we stopped to fly to Israel. Okay. Yeah. So we're in the waiting area of the New New Jersey airport. And we're going to get on the um, Israeli plane. I forget, I think it was, I forget what they're called. They're, it starts with an E. Anyway, we're going to get on. Or, uh-huh. Is it Emirates? No, oh, no. Okay. It's they have their anyway. So we're gonna we're waiting in that area waiting, and so there are some ascetic. Uh, no, uh, what are the Jewish Messianic? people? Messianic. No, the Jews that wear the black hats and the curls. Oh, is, is it ascetic? Okay. Anyway, yeah. full on. Let me just say, full Jews. on <laughs> Jewish believers. Yeah. Okay. The guys have got the big black burly hats. And like the two curls. The curls going down. Mm-hmm. They're dressed in black. They've, you can see they've got the ephod underneath. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're full on. And they're standing in a circle chatting in, I don't know, Hebrew, Yiddish. I don't know what they were talking, <laughs> but they were talking something. And outside the circle with this itty-bitty little cute little boy as can be. He's probably about four. And he's just running around them, you know, <laughs> you know, you know like little boys yeah. do. And he's going, Abba, Abba, Abba. You know, as he's running around them. And I'm like, oh my gosh, that's so disrespectful. He's using the name of God. I thought these guys don't even say God. Because it's so... Excuse me. I'm like, these guys don't even use the word God. Because to them, it's so holy. They don't have a word for God. Yeah. And I'm like, this little guy's just running around going, and then it was like, I swear to you, it was like the Holy Spirit just stopped me and said, um, Brenda? Aubrey is Hebrew for daddy. Yep. And I'm like, oh. And, he, and then it immediately took me to that scripture in the Bible where it says, Abba, Father. And I'm like, I'm like, I get it. I get it. I get what you're trying to say to me. And I'm like, it isn't disrespectful. And I think it's like a religious spirit to say that. And I'm like, you're right. He is Abba, Father. He is Daddy God. And I just like busted out laughing i mean i just sat down and i'm sure people thought i was laughing at the little boy running around but i was laughing at me you know that i finally got the breakthrough of seeing of what you know god was trying to say and it was through this process of just constant conviction from this woman Mm -hmm. who um will you know go down in history in my life anyway you know that started the the poking of let's let's deal with this and and so um, so yeah, conviction is needed. Yes. It's not fun, but it's needed. Yeah. And, and that's then, good. That's good. Um, okay. So let's talk about some like examples of both because, um, just to help clarify a little bit, um, 
do you want to give us some examples of conviction? Yeah, well, I, I think once you get you get walking in your life, mm-hmm. I think um, one of the scriptures that I just try to avoid at all costs. <laughs> <laughs> so there, when we're dealing with conviction, there's a scripture, and I think there's like a higher level too. Let me let me back up. So there's a conviction of you need Jesus in your life, mm-hmm. okay, and that you got to stop robbing, stealing, killing, murdering, whatever you're doing. I mean, so yeah. I mean, there's a basic level of conviction that comes along in our lives, and then as we mature, there's like a higher, even a higher level of conviction. Mm-hmm. And there's one scripture in the Bible that I like try to avoid at all costs because <laughs> I'm just like, no, I can't get it right. Go ahead, I'm, give it to us, Jay. Okay, so um, it's in James, James 4, 17, and I'm reading from the Christian Standard Bible because, wow. Um, okay, verse 17. So it is sin to know the good and yet not do it. It is sin to know what is good and still not do it. What? So you know how I, in this, so like, this is like from, Little teeny things to big things. Yeah. I mean, obviously, it's in, you know, if if you're not supposed to do something and you do it anyway, obviously, that's the big one. But we're talking about, like, uh, I had a, a preacher once explain it like this. It's like, let's say, you know, if you see a, a lady wearing, you know, let's say, Jessica, I really like that sweater on Jessica today, you know. And, and I I think and th- I think in my head, oh, Jessica looks really great in that sweater. And then I never say anything about it. See how that can be like. You should be convicted about that because you could have said some, if I had said something to Jessica like, oh, you yeah. look really great in that sweater and not even know that maybe she's having like the worst day of her life. Yes. And just that little, you look great in that sweater. I really like it. Yeah. Is, could make a change, uh, like a hundred percent change in her day. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so why mm-hmm. would you not say that? Except that your flesh is just lazy. It's like, oh, I like this. Where yeah. it's going. I think there's a time too saying, for that con- Holy Spirit conviction, though. You know, like sometimes you don't, you don't feel like you always have to say, "Man, she looks really good in that sweater," or I feel like I'm have that little twinge of you need to tell her. You know. Yeah, yeah. When you yeah. feel like you need to tell her, and you're just you just yeah. brush it off because you're busy or you're yes. tired or you're not you're not in a really great mood or something. You're like, yeah, whatever. I'll you know. So what? It's just a sweater. Yeah. But anyway, you know, it's like. So you just you just blew James four seventeen right there. I want to lay my head down on the desk. Ugh. Okay, so that's a, that's a good that's a good starting point for um, examples of conviction. Uh, I think the good thing about conviction is it's the opposite in most instances of condemnation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so I think. Um, conviction is like a is helps i don't know helps clarify things it it brings hope and help and um it just i don't know i feel like like we said earlier shame sometimes sometimes um condemnation can bring that cloud of shame but conviction brings just that hopefulness and can kind of move away the the clouds yeah because i think conviction says you've done something wrong Mm -hmm. condemnation says you are wrong yes exactly and that's shame Mm -hmm. and so when we don't want condemnation we don't want shame we we, we, jesus died on the cross so we that we can be delivered from that Mm -hmm. and i think the number one offender of condemnation is just negative self-talk yeah, I think when you're in your head and you're just saying bad things about yourself or your situation or the people around you, it's just like that is condemnation. You need to get it, you know, mm-hmm. just 
beating yourself up verbally, just stop it. That's condemnation. You know, and the Bible says there's now therefore no condemnation. So you just need to rebuke that and stop it and fill yourself up with something else. Mm -hmm. And of course, we know the biggest filler upper is the Holy Spirit and the word of God. Yes. So you need to when that stuff starts happening, you need to have your go to, you know, scriptures in your arsenal that say, okay, stop. Yeah. And then go to that scripture. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, I think negative self-talk is like the number one hitter anyway. Yeah, for condemnation. Yeah, because conviction is more rooted in love than like talking down to or like mm-hmm. you're worthless. Like that, no. Conviction is lo- is more loving. Like let's fix this. Let's push you forward, you know. So. Well, and there's so much shaming. I mean, there's shame is just is is a – tool of the enemy basically Mm -hmm. to try to you know bring you down and keep you bond in bondage captive so that you can't be who jesus wants you to be um because he wants you to be free of that he died on the cross so you could be free of it anyway yeah um so condemnation also is usually a feeling of haziness hatefulness and hopelessness Ooh, that's good. <laughs> Got the three H's in there. Say that again. <laughs> <laughs> so condemnation is usually haziness, hatefulness, and hopelessness. Yeah. Oh, I feel like our pastor. I got my three H's. That's right. <laughs> well, but that's good because you but, because it 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 immobilizes you. Yes. Condemnation immobilizes you. Like I can't really do anything. I'm just stuck here. Mm-hmm. And then you're you get angry and you hate something. Yeah. Which is usually yourself. And then, or whoever you've imagined in your in your head that is that you should hate, and then you feel like I can't change it, which mm-hmm. is hopelessness. That's that's really good though. Yeah, yeah. And the enemy really just tries to come at Christians, all of us, um, with that condemnation, trying to get us to not do the will of God. Um, you know, but something important to remember is that he can't steal our salvation, mm-hmm. but he can steal our joy. And, um, yeah, if we let him, he will steal the joy. But we'll still have salvation. That's just important to remember. Right, right, right. Well, I think this is, um, I think this is just something that we need to, like, mull over. You Mm -hmm. know, you know, kind of, like, do a little self-evaluation, self-check, just something that, you know, okay, now I'm, like, I've got this. I know beware you know the you know devil rooms around looking for those that he may devour he's like okay you're not going to get me with Mm -hmm. this and um i hope this has helped us and um or um anyone that happens to be listening um but we just want you to know that um jessica hi just love love you guys and and that you are beautiful and that um inside and out and that you you have a purpose in your life don't ever let Anybody ever tell you you don't? Because that's condemnation. Yes. Hello. Hello. <laughs> and you are needed. Don't ever let anybody think that you aren't needed. So There's needed. a place that God specifically has for you and that you are needed for that. So um, be blessed and stay safe. Yeah. And um, just a quick shout out to our friends in Germany. If you're listening. Hi. Yeah, we found out we, we love you. people in Germany. <laughs> okay. <laughs> See you guys soon.